It's a brand new day, and we're putting the AM in American politics. We've seen the darkness of division and despair and are now jumping into the light of a bright path forward. Progress is here, and we're sharing its story with you, for you, all with the help of Signal Boost. Now, here are your hosts, Zerlina Maxwell and Jess McIntosh. Welcome to Signal Boost. This is Jess McIntosh. I am here with Zerlina Maxwell, and we are joined right now by Alex Abad Santos, senior culture reporter at Vox, here to talk to us about girl bossing. Alex, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Important, important topic. Ga- Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss explained. And I have been having <laughs> this conversation with my best friend. Um, mm-hmm. Both of us, I, I, I think we, if you were to sort of put down our resumes on paper, I think both of us qualify as sort of like whatever definition girl boss um, mm-hmm. you're, you're going by. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have both independently rejected the term at this point we're both over i'm 40 she's over 40 we have rejected mm-hmm. the term we are no longer i don't want to be a girl boss any longer i was kind of like against it anyway <laughs> i was like i don't want to lean in i want to lean out you know what i mean yeah, I, need to, I need a more, nap um it's like is it more like athleisure and couch no. and or is it more like yes. oh girl boss is kind of like a like an ugly little term now that we kind no. of use as like irony no it, i mean it, it, I, I think it evolved it changed mm-hmm. Right. when it when it first sh- i mean give us the give us the history of girl boss yeah when it first showed up i i didn't like the diminutive phrasing of it like mm-hmm. i'm not into sticking girl in front right. of anything because a woman happens to be doing it but i liked the idea that like young no. women could be taken seriously so like is that was that what it, what it was meant to mean when it first showed up and when did it first show up well you're completely right like it first showed up because like well i mean you both know (laughs) and being a person of color I know that there's a lot of sexism a lot of racism a lot of like stuff that's baked into capitalism right and so it's just like I think when it first showed up I think around like 2014 but it's like it and it was uh it was actually like co-opted in like 2014 and branded and whatnot but um it first showed up because like people were tired of being like it pigeonholed into these like terrible like terrible positions in corporate structure for women for people of color and so it was kind of like a way to be like yeah f like the establishment it's a girl boss and it was just like well i I think the name is kind of cringy because it's just like she's still a boss but she's like a little girl right right? Right. (laughs) and it's like she can't hurt you like a real boss but it was like like, when we used to call them like girl reporters like that was bad that was lady journalists or or like even like college teams like the lady volunteers like you're just like well why are they a lady if they're doing the same sport and so mm-hmm. but I think but it's almost like it was a way it was an avenue for women to kind of take charge I guess of their jobs and and like kind of be like well I'm proud of my job and kind of be like well I I deserve xyz I deserve equal pay I deserve this I deserve that I'm doing the same job that a man is but it's also kind of at the same time being like well I'm not that threatening and there have been studies right. that there have been studies that they they um social behavior specialists I spoke to have been like, yeah, there's a billion studies out there that if a woman says mean things to you at a job, people will take it personally, they'll take it harder. And it's just like, well, they've always had 
I think <laughs> in the famous Beyonce song, which is also an essay, which is also a poem, but it's like women are taught to shrink themselves. And this yeah. is yeah. an example of shrinking yourself. But it's also firmly rooted in capitalism. Like a girl yeah. boss, yep. it wasn't it wasn't just like I'm in charge now. It's I'm in charge, but I can still look cute. I right. can I can care about makeup. I right. can wear cute, cute skirts. I can be twee. I can put my little like Instagram pictures of my perfect matcha latte up. Like it's yeah. it's very consumerist. Like There's this so is not somebody lattes. who has like rejected the patriarchy and like screw it. I'm gonna be in charge my own way. Right. We're not think- talking about that. Yeah. Well, it's also like 2014, right? Like, I think Mm -hmm. like in 20, like the conversation has changed since then. Like in 2014 and 2015, it was like Beyonce is in front of like at the, at some big award show. Yeah. Feminist. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. And so I think there was definitely like, yeah, we want to like, I think it was also like people were tired of like the same old like capitalist structure of like, yeah, be, like people are beaten down. People wanted like a like maybe like a future, a promise of a new future of capitalism, right? Like a promise of like if maybe if it's if we put a woman in charge of a company, it'll run better. And this is a totally benevolent sexist trope that we see a lot. But like maybe it'll run better. It's like the whole like female security guard, more female security guards. As if the jet, if you switch the gender around, it'll be less terrible and maybe be better. And I think what you saw, there are a lot of CEOs that kind of like glommed onto this like feminist uh in quotation marks, feminist, like they the the branding basically. <laughs> and it was like it's, well, it's branding. Yeah. And it's like you have Sheryl Sandberg, who we all who runs Facebook. And I'm sorry if you're a Facebook fan, but like we all know that Facebook isn't a great company when it comes to disinformation. They stock reporters. They do a lot of not great stuff. But it's like at the same time, Sheryl Sandberg is writing this book about how you need to lean into um, you need to lean into, I guess, your job and like because like you can be successful if you terrorize people on Facebook the same way men do. You're doing a great thing for feminism, and it's just like, well, right. may- maybe that isn't so good. Like, right. <laughs> maybe it's not great. I mean, I always found I mean, that the this the Sheryl Sandberg phenomenon of like you know people saying you just have to you just have to lean into it. I'm like, you know. <laughs> while you're leaning like people are holding you up like you know what i mean yeah. like you're leaning in and people there are people there making sure that you're able to lean in mm-hmm. and those people are usually women of color and i think that all of us should be able to lean out if we want in <laughs> right. you know moments of need of rest um and i find i found that the conversation completely obscured the fact that in order to be a boss you know, mm-hmm. who's going to do your laundry? Who's going to like cook your food and clean your house and do all of those things? And I think even in in one of the the Vox pieces that we all uh, read before this conversation, there's a reference to Rachel Hollis, um, mm-hmm. who, you know, famously during this pandemic has sort of had an Ooh, interesting boy. trajectory Ooh. because of <laughs> because of sort of that lean in mentality of like, you know, there are people that facilitate me being this boss. And I'm mm-hmm. actually up here and they're down there, right? Mm-hmm. I'm leaning in up here, but everybody else is down there. They're they're helping me lean in. They're helping me stay upright <laughs> in my girl right. bossness. Um, it, but I, I'm th- going to sort of talk point. about them, you know, in, in diminishing. I, I'm going to diminish 
that yeah. in this way well, that was i think we're just not down for that especially in covid i, I don't have any time for that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well i think I, what you bring up is a really good point because like reflexively it works like if the only thing that's stopping you is hard work and you have right. these white women telling you that that's the only thing is like you're just not working hard enough and, well, what... and kim kardashian. <laughs> kardashian did say that like the most famous girl boss of all uh what does that mean for a woman of color that's not succeeding what does that mean for like trans people lgbtq people who aren't succeeding is it just because we're not working as hard right like it's right. like and it's just like well you, it's 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 a complete kind of like blind spot to privilege in the way I think, I mean, there's a blind spot to privilege, but I also think it's also a beneficiary of like, again, this like benevolent sexism that like, if we put women in charge and specific, specifically white women in charge, uh, they will be successful and they will run better companies and kinder companies. And I think we're all kind of finding out like as stuff keeps going out about these companies, there's like a pattern of uh, the same pattern of a capitalism of just like, lots of racism and people of color that are being ignored and there's bullying and there's kind of all this crazy stuff that's happening at these companies. So it, this is, this is my, this is the thorniest part for me mm -hmm. is that like, I, I reject girl boss. I have never liked it. I think it diminishes women it, at work period. Anybody who, who qualifies as a girl boss is both a, a young white woman who owns a thing and very attractive like very well put together, like, mm -hmm. like always picture Instagram perfect. Um, I, and yet I, I, I want there to be more young women bosses. And every time mm -hmm. I would read a piece about how one of these girl boss empires was collapsing, part of me would be like, well, good. I mean, if the, if the wing is not good to its members of color, then there should be major changes at the wing. And mm -hmm. also what a bummer that we had this cultural moment where we're looking at young women CEOs and now we are absolutely celebrating when something goes wrong. Right. Like we throw a little party when Glossier has a hard time. Like we're, we're mm -hmm. obsessing over the away suitcase and all of the like gossip on the office slack in there. Like we're, mm -hmm. we're we, I mean, I don't want to cheer for the downfall of women owned things, even if I have concerns about the branding around that. And like, I don't really know how to square that circle, honestly. Like, it's yeah. just, it's I a mean, really thorny piece of this problem. Well, one of the, um, one of the experts on girl bossing that I spoke to is Lee Stein and she wrote a book actually, but she brought up, she wrote a whole novel about the girl boss and like mm. working as, working for a girl boss. Cause she was a part of the, Hillary Clinton, I think, uh, pantsuit. Arm? Oh, pantsuit nation. Pantsuit mm -hmm. nation, maybe. Mm -hmm. that's sorry it. if that's sorry if no, that's, that's wrong. That's no, 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 pantsuit um, nation. No, it's still it's still doing its thing. It's like yeah. an enormous yeah. Facebook group now. Well, it's like it's uh, and I'm sorry if I if I got that wrong for Lee. She's listening. Um, but like she brought up this great point, which is like, <laughs> she's like, no, like Jeff Bezos had his warehouse workers pee in bottles right mm -hmm. <laughs> and no one yes is like, exactly jeff bezos a bad feminist <laughs> and, and, like, where is that yes jeff like, bezos is a bad feminist like you, you, you know that's a sentence i've never said before and i absolutely every day i'm gonna say jeff bezos is a bad feminist every day and it's like we don't really talk about like those inhumane working conditions which are just kind of like well congrats to the amazon union bps but like uh 
like do you know what I mean like we don't really talk about like well what's happening over there or what's happening in like an apple like in an apple factory or whatever what's going on in a nike factory because it's just like well you could probably say there it's like bad feminism is happening over there along with some maybe slightly like human rights violations or worker violations (laughs) right like you would think that they're one in the same and she was like I think like one of the things to square away is like a lot of like women a lot of these women were young when they got their come when they like inherited these gigantic massively successful companies um are you going to give them a second chance which is the way like like if elon musk fails at something he gets a second chance at everything 11th chance yeah and it's no no one is ever like well what does this mean for white dudes in (laughs) capitalism right right? and so she was just like And she's like, well, maybe like we have to think about it like that. Like, it's like, I would love to see them get a chance to correct these things. At the same time, I would love to see more people of color, more women of color, especially uh, have the chance, have the same chances, because I think like you can't have like one, like, like a couple more than one, right? Like a couple bad companies, badly, poorly run companies um, kind of dictate this whole, like, it's just perpetuating the system. Like you're not really you're not really restructuring anything if you're just punishing these people these women specifically for being women and then being like well that's 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 a women problem because it's not this capitalism (laughs) i mean i do i think it's it's such a good point and i also i mean i think about the stories that i mean i've read them all as well the the glossier the Mm -hmm. the wing you know the downfall of all of these places um but i also find that like whenever i am reading those like you know, the way that they're reported out, like, they're often, they often take, like, the anecdotes that only are sensationalized because we're talking about women in charge. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, you know, they did this terrible thing or, like, they yelled at someone or, like, they, they it was TMI, right? And I'm like, men do those kinds of things all of the time, mm-hmm. constantly. And, like, yeah. it's just never even written about because it's just, like, an expectation, right? Mm-hmm. At this point, we don't even, we don't even notice it. Um, do you feel it might like even be considered good business practice? Right. Like oh, right. that was that was him just being authentic, you know, with the with the staff. I don't know, like how we spin it, but we, we convince ourselves that somehow, you know, it's it's good for a man to do this. But a woman, you know, doing a, something fairly mild in, in some of these instances um, is this huge deal. I mean, do you feel like. How do we how do we upend this 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 it's a double standard, but it's like worse than that. Like, how do we just like break the table here? <laughs> how do we fix capitalism? I have no yes. idea. <laughs> how do we Alex. break it and start over? No. You know what? If we if we could figure that out, we'd be so rich. I know. And I we would be so rich. Wait, no, I think that's wrong. But then, <laughs> right, then no, right? We'd be so rich, but then no, our plan. And then we no. would turn it, it would be like our Joker moment. We'd all be like, <laughs> I'd be a gay boss. You guys would be girl bosses. We would like, I, I mean, I think it's like a lot of these things is just like, it's capitalism with sexism layered on top of it. Mm, and it's like, right. and it's also benevolent. Like, I think like what's as, what's as harmful for, and sorry, this is, I, I, I can't believe I am a man saying this, <laughs> but um, I think what's harmful for women is that there's another side of like, it's not just like, well, women are mean or like feminism is bad, but it's also like, there's this benevolent sexism, which we, which I think really kind of like anchors the whole girl boss thing, because it's just like, there's this expectation that women are supposed to be kinder, softer, better. Right. 
just based on their gender. And it's just like, where does that come from? And let's, and it's just like, and then if they don't uphold those things, and it's a whole trap, because then if you don't uphold those things, then they're just like, well, it's doubly bad, right? Like if, you, right. if you're not the kind, gentle person when you're firing someone versus just a normal guy firing someone more versus Jeff Bezos firing you. Like right. there's no, like, it's like you, you fall into the other side of that trap because you're not nice enough. You're not. And it's just like, can you win? I don't, I don't know. No, I mean, I, no, I, you I, can't. no, you can't. This is the thing that I, I, I learned this lesson, like at least once a year, because I, I do, I, I honestly, at the end of the day, like I've been in charge of, I've been a manager. I've mm. been, you know, dare I say a girl boss. I think like even on my desk, They've now mm-hmm. mailed me all of my items from my office. Um, so it's probably one of these boxes sitting right next to me right now. Um, <laughs> but on my desk at SiriusXM, it, I had a boss lady um, nameplate that uh, one of our associate producers purchased for me. Um, and I, you know, I thought it always gave me a good chuckle, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I also think that, like, um, you know, we sort of have to re- redefine what it means to sort of be a boss. Like, does that does that mean... Like, why is it that sort of having empathy (laughs) is seen as a trait that only women can, like, embody (laughs) when they're in charge of stuff? Because society fucking sucks. Yeah, man. (laughs) That's just the answer, right? That's the answer. I don't know if I'm I'm allowed to curse. You are. And that's the correct answer. (laughs) Okay. So if you've got, like, Gen Zers in your life, if you have somebody under 25 in your life, you have probably heard the phrase gaslight gatekeep girl boss. And it was it was a phrase that struck me because like the they all they just go together. Mm-hmm. Like they and yeah. I, it's, I don't think it's not just the alliteration. It's not just that it's fun to say gaslight gatekeep girl boss. It's that somehow those three words all mean the same thing you know gaslighting is 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 denying a reality that the person you're talking to can absolutely see you're 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 lying but you're not just lying you're you're telling that person that their reality isn't real gatekeeping Mm -hmm. is sort of a benign way of keeping people out of a fandom or away from knowledge or but it's not done overtly it's not it's not supposed to be an obvious thing and then you have girl boss which up until the time i saw the first gaslight gatekeep girl boss meme (laughs) girl boss had really only had a positive of connotation we were still celebrating the demise of various businesses but like yeah. the the phrase the, the word was not yet pejorative so like mm. how did that come about and like what is your what is your take on that meme i'm sure gen, gen z probably thinks we're just so old and cheesy we and are already, we've and they will never on. be as old as we are and they can sit in their certainty <laughs> of that they will always be dewy skinned and young and yeah. smarter than we are and just just never change and gen just z. glistening all the yes, time glistening and- all the time <laughs> Um, I think, well, when you look at it, it actually just started like online. Like it was someone like making fun of some of like live, laugh, love, which I think we (laughs) all kind of, which is like what we laugh at boomers about. Right. Right. Like, like, it's like, oh, well, ha ha ha. Uh, and now it's kind (laughs) of like, we're getting our own kind of version of it, which, which, which feels a lot meaner, like (laughs) to be honest, but I think it's a lot of like a lot of disenchantment with like how often those words were used and how often like. It was like, well, I think they become they became so overused that Gen Z and younger a, a younger generation found like the joke and irony in it, right? Like, 
Like we, yeah. like after the Trump election, gaslight was everywhere. And I think like, even if you look at the news today, like when you see the word gaslight, you don't even, like it's, it almost means nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's also, and the same thing with like, I think gatekeeping, maybe a little bit older and like, like you said, fandoms and it was like, well, you're a fake nerd or you're, you're it's a lot of like online stuff. Again, probably me, it, like it lacks its punch. And I think the same thing happened with Girlboss. When all when you found out like all these companies like it just meant this like it it girl boss right now for Gen Z is just an ironic way to be like well it's like being a shitty boss and being part of like capitalism, <laughs> and so I think that is they're all it's all just very like they we've used these words so much and it's like they all kind of meant something at one time and they were all so popular but they all kind of run hollow because they don't really mean anything and they all kind of have lost any pack or have lost any punch of anything that they were supposed to mean. And they don't even resemble what they were supposed to mean. So I think that was kind of the tie-in for all of them. Besides Gen Z thinking, we're all just nerds for even thinking about what they think of us. So, <laughs> which okay, is so depressing. If, it, well, yeah, I mean, don't Mortality. ever compare, don't ever think about what younger people are thinking of you. Just, just don't, just don't even go there. There's no point down that road lies madness. Um, okay, so if the era of the girl boss was like 2014-ish, right? Mm-hmm. That's when Gen Z is sort of, you know, they're in college, they're entering the workforce. Like, mm-hmm. did did that change their relationship to the workforce at all? Like, are did did the did the girl boss era like leave an impression? I mean, I think what's kind of funny is if you look at television now, it's there's a lot and lots of pop culture, uh, lots of pop culture now. Uh, you kind of see like they're starting to make a lot of TV shows based on like that era of time and I think like if you look at um what is it the WeWork movie or the WeWork yes. doc, the mm-hmm. WeWork show that's out if you Wait, also if look at like by a woman Woo. and also like Elizabeth Holmes like there's Ooh, like boy. three Elizabeth Holmes projects and it's like there's a lot of like and then even like the Anna Delvey show, which is like not really girl bossing, like in the traditional sense, but like everyone's like, well, she like girl bossed a lot of rich white people out of their money. Like, <laughs> um, if you look at like, there's definitely like a resonance of just like of, of the stuff that was happening at that time. And then like all of the new stories that broke about those stories. And I think there's a renewed interest in it. Um, I, but I also think that like Gen Z is a lot uh a lot less trusting of companies than our generation and i'm i'm i think i'm around your age i think that there's there's more disenchantment with like well here's facebook which knows every single uh every single piece of information about you i think they grew up with that and i think that there's like this whole like well are we really in charge and so i think there's like but there's also kind of like this futility of like well like we hate capitalism, but we're kind of stuck in this. And so I think there's a lot more disenchantment, a lot more irony, a lot more laughing at the people that got them there, which I think is laughing at the girl boss and 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 old people like us. <laughs> I mean, I you, you sort of, but you, I think in COVID also, um, mm-hmm. you know, we went through all the Trump era. So that sort of, you know, took some of the shine off of the, you know, being a boss <laughs> of any kind. Um, right. You know, since he sort of ran as like, I'm in, I have been in charge of a company. Yes, I am the boss. I have right. been the boss. Um, and then we were like, oh, this was a mistake. Um, and now we're in COVID. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so part of part of what I feel like is 
there's just been so many things exposed, not just that this whole girl boss thing was a lie and that right. we really should have been looking at capitalism more deeply as opposed to just branding everything with pink and putting yeah. a girl in front of it when the problem was actually like maybe the boss structure itself <laughs> um, and, and the fact that we were putting people up high and having everyone, you know, beneath them um, uh-huh. as as, you know, as not bosses. Right. Because we don't really talk so much about the per- the people who are the workers. I mean, imagine if we sort of came up with a fun color and branding for workers and started yeah. praising them. Wouldn't that be cool? We never do that, though. <laughs> it, it feels like COVID exposes, you know, some yeah. of our shortcomings in, in the way that we talk about most most of the way our world is set up. And well, how yeah, I mean, it sucks, oh, as you said, completely. to quote you. Com- completely. Like, it was like the whole, like, essential worker thing, right? right. Like, who's this, who's essential? And is it is it is the guy, is the CEO making 300 times what the, the person, the lowest salary person at his company makes? Is that person essential? Or is the person that's essential the person that's, like, delivering you the food? So you don't get sick when you go out to work, when you, like, right. so you don't get sick while you go to the grocery store. And it's just, like, and how are you treating that person? How are we treating that person? Um, obviously, it's probably better where there's kind of healthcare that mm-hmm. <laughs> actually works and takes care of, like, the citizens. But it's just, like, I think there was, like, you were completely right. Like, there is a, there is a reality that we saw with COVID that COVID exposed that it's we live in an unequal place and it's just like how we think about who is essential in the society and who isn't essential is completely kind of screwed up messed up and when you think of like how money factors into it and the inequality that just like deepened over COVID yeah of course like we're all like yes thank you for a union like let's let's get behind unions and like let's uh support workers but it's also like wow this thing totally sucks and it doesn't feel like there's a way to stop it like it feels like right how much money did um bezos make during covid when he was Ooh. delivering us all our toilet papers at astronomical right. prices because we were using amazon and it's just like well we couldn't help it right like it's like we couldn't we didn't know where else to find it. And we're so reliant on some of the like pieces of the structure. Um, and I'm so depressed on Tuesday at 830 in the morning. No, but you know what? We're gonna I know we've solved absolutely nothing some, here. We're going to play some K-pop music for you. So just oh my gosh. hold tight. Which, that, is it that, Blackpink? Are we well, going to play Blackpink? Because... We can play Blackpink. We, we can take requests. We do all. We, 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 are, we play all kinds of K-pop here in the morning. It's K-pop Tuesdays is our theme because we no Tuesdays are hard for most people. The Tuesdays are hard. They are very mm. difficult for for Jess and I. And I, I know I don't even have to say that right. <laughs> Correct my grammar. Um, but I but I feel like it it helps. So I get it. So just <laughs> yeah. stay tuned because we're gonna help you with that. I mean the world okay, is I, depressing right now. If you're not the world, sort of a little yes, sad. Un- you're not paying attention. Like I understand the nihilism of the Gen Zers. I really really do. I have, I have one final question in the like less than a minute that we have. Oh yes. In newsrooms. When when you all are discussing the fall of like girl boss empires, is does anybody at the table raise their hand and go, actually Bezos makes his workers pee in bottles? Like does that <laughs> does anybody point out that like we're not we're not deliriously tearing down men with the same glee that we tear down women for maybe doing bad things? But like does that does that dichotomy ever get pointed out at the, the table? You know what? After I wrote this story, I've been pointing that out every single time. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I suggest, I, I mean, anyone listening, if anyone is making fun of Emily, I think it's Emily Weiss, right? Or yeah. if anyone yep. is making fun of um, 
Rachel Hollis and I can't remember all the other all the girl bosses yep. that have like uh come before <laughs> I'm picturing an in memoriam oh, yeah. I, I only brought up Rachel Hollis as an example in no yeah. way was I making fun of her uh, in yeah. any way shape or form I, I, I mean she I don't want anybody her- to she did like compare herself to Harriet Tubman, which was unfortunate. It wasn't the best was... moment, no. No, but yeah. I mean, I, I think like if anyone, like if another, I, I, I'm trying to think of another, like, I mean, I don't, like Rihanna? Like, <laughs> please don't tell me if Rihanna's a bad boss. I don't want to know anything about Fender Beauty. <laughs> nope. But, no, we right. will just reject that as disinformation. But if someone, if there's a story about how they're everything at Fenny <laughs> Beauty, like again, nothing is wrong with Fenny Beauty that we know of at this point. If something <laughs> bad happens there, I want everyone listening to be like, well, you know what? Jeff Bezos made his workers pee in bottles. Is he a bad feminist? Yes. yes. Jeff yeah. Bezos is a bad feminist. It's going to be my takeaway from this <laughs> interview. And for that, yeah. frankly, I am deeply grateful. Senior culture reporter at Fox, Alex Abad Santos, thank you for, for this having conversation. Me. Thank you. It's so fun. <laughs> this was the most depressing fun we're going to have all week. <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow with another Signal Boost podcast. Thanks for listening. 